0: Hey guys, I'm uh, just uh, finishing up a shit here. I'm going to do two things that you hate. One, I'm going to wipe back to front. And two, I'm going to bring back a gag that you don't even remember. Oh. It has been done, bitches. Lick my shitty balls, but mainly D because you're already at the right height.
1: This is Sick and Wrong, the world's source for antisocial commentary, brought to you by AdamAndEve.com.
2: Good evening. Welcome to Sick and Wrong, the world's source for antisocial commentary. One of your hosts, e. Simon. I'm Lance Wackerly, over here. What's up there, Wacker? How are things up there in the Bay Area? It's pretty good. Good living. Good living. Is it cold up there? Is it, I heard there's like a heat wave in uh, the San Francisco Bay Area.
0: Yeah, it's not cold. It's annoying. It's annoyingly hot. Well, people, there's also a heat wave in London, I've read.
2: Well, people don't get it. It's like uh, San Francisco is probably the most temperate climate. It's like, what is it? Usually like, what, 60, 65 all year round? 65 to 75, probably, yeah. And then one week, like around September, it's like 95 for some right. reason. Whereas LA yeah. is pretty much always 95. Right. Fucking desert. I like think it'll get colder during the wintertime. Occasionally. I don't know. I think it's I think it's the heat, the constant heat that makes people so insane down here. And I'm not even talking the, to, you don't think it's the cloud of smog? Maybe it is the smog. I don't know. Whatever it is. And I'm not even talking about the plastic surgery disasters that you see everywhere you go. I'm talking about the, the, the homeless people here are a different breed. I mean, homeless people, you think homeless people are the same everywhere. They're all down on their luck. They're addicted to some kind of jolly hobo with a bindle. (laughs) Yeah. You know, they're, they're, they're covered in maggots. It's it's not, it's, it's a little bit different down here. It's like down here. I think there's a a different level of desperation. I don't know. Maybe because there's so many or something, but last night. Do you think that
0: the Bay area homeless people look down upon the Los Angeles homeless people as being beneath
2: them? I think the Bay Area homeless people are privileged. I think in the Bay Area, they, you know, because of all those bleeding heart liberals out there, they have these programs. You're they tourists. get free methadone. They get right. uh, free food. They get free housing. They get free back rubs. They get free you know, rub and tugs. Whereas down here in L.A., they're like, you can put your tent up from 9 p.m. until 6 this morning, but if it's not down, we're going to bulldoze that shit. And so what,
0: as a homeless person, why wouldn't you why wouldn't you migrate? That's what I
2: never understand. Because it's cold up there; you are freeze to death.
0: I would rather be cold and have food than be warm and no food.
2: I don't know. I just I just feel that they're a little bit they're a little bit more insane down here, especially because I live down here. All my
0: homeless friends live down here. I can't move away.
2: <laughs> <You'll> <laughs> but down here, homeless friends in the Bay Area, just move. Well, downtown, you just see them, like, everywhere. Like what you, they, they push them all, like, to uh, around Los Angeles Street, and they're in their tents, and it's like Mad Max beyond the, you know, like a, like a post-apocalyptic scene down there, but there's uh-huh. a bar that I like to go to that's kind of on the border of Tent City, like on Skid Row, and the only reason I like it is because downtown LA is just so filled with just, like, all the bars down here are just filled with such douchebags, like, it's just all bridge and tunnel that just descend upon downtown, because there's, like, a whole strip of, like, Yuppie Bars. That you kind of have to find, like, you kind of have to go out of your way to find that dive bar that people are too scared to go to for now. Maybe a couple right. urban, you know, hipster adventurers. But there's this one, and people yes. that live down here in SoCal. Is, urban anthropologist. Well, yeah, I mean, we're kind of the same way. In the Tenderloin, it was the same thing. It's like you would avoid on like a Friday or Saturday night, it's like, God, well, now we can't go to any of the bars on Polk Street because there's too many people. There's just too many annoying douches here. And so then we'd yes. have to go venture further into the loin, into like, some. Right. Of, I would
0: call you up and I'd be like, my word, D, I found the most charming ethnic bar the other day. Would you like to visit it with me? And then we'd put out our pith helmets and tell, take out
2: our elephant guns and go down there. Yeah, I mean, we're 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 urban adventure seekers. That's what we it's, were, you know?
0: The the local flavor and culture of this dive bar for, that
2: is meant for Filipinos is just fantastic. <laughs> don't it's like wonderful. I not to hang out in the posh Caucasian bars. It's <laughs> yeah. not really my cup of tea.
0: I like to get down with the dirty people.
2: Um, but anyway, so I was at King Eddie's and was drinking whatever, and when I left around two, I probably saw one of the best homeless fights I've ever seen. It was really? it was funny, because I was walking down and there was a crowd of people standing around and I was thinking, what, are they filming something? Because it seems like all they ever fucking do around here. But there was a <laughs> crowd of people standing around, they were looking at something, I went over there and it was, yeah, two homeless people fighting. And it was a woman, like a female homeless lady, a homeless lady, a female, fighting mm-hmm. a homeless man, but the man was in a wheelchair. And this woman oh, was just unloading it's on the a guy. a fair fight. Well, I don't know. I mean, it's a dude. It's, it seems like it'd be balanced at that point, don't you think? Well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's, there's
0: no clear advantage there. He's in, a, he's in a wheelchair. She has a vagina.
2: Yeah, I mean, so it's, it's like I think you know, the odds should be uh, somewhat equal. well, um, it's harder
0: to kick a dude in the, in the balls when he's in a wheelchair. You know, I don't so think this that's woman... kind of an advantage.
2: I don't think this woman needed an advantage, personally. She was just... Oh. Homeless ladies are tough. I mean, think about it. Yeah. These, these women live on the streets. They're a I, tough breed. They're a tough breed. Of, they're, they're tough. And, uh, you know, this guy was looked slightly diseased. I don't know, possibly age-ridden. Slightly. Just now, to- is
0: that slightly diseased by normal person standards or slightly diseased when compared to other homeless people?
2: Um, I think by normal. He just looked diseased. They all okay. kind of look diseased. I mean, That's sort what of- I mean.
0: Was he a slightly diseased homeless person or was he a slightly diseased person? I think
2: he was a slightly diseased homeless person. Oh. So yeah. more a little more diseased than your standard homeless person. He looked desiccated. Saying. Like you look at him, you're like, Okay, there's something wrong with him. I'm gonna walk at least six feet away in case he sneezes and wanna catch a pathogen. But so My like, favorite
0: the, my favorite thing on homeless people is when they have strange like uh pustules
2: on their lips. <laughs> I think that's called herpes, wackerly. Yeah, but it's
0: not exactly. I mean, herp. I've seen people with herpes, and this is something altogether even worse and more disturbing. I don't know what it is. I saw one the other day. I think. What, a, I think it has something to do with uh, like intravenous drug use or some type of bacteria that you get from sucking on a crack, dirty
2: crack pipe, or something. I think what happens is they're passed out, book. and the flies land on their lips and lay eggs. Yes, that would be that would be plausible. <laughs> So anyway, this lady's just wailing on this homeless guy, just boom, pounding in his face. Never just got to stand there, because you're not going to stop a fight between two homeless people, because you really don't care. But This you, ends now! <laughs> well, you, you never get know. Like, it's like, they fight about the most... I mean, to us, it's like the most ridiculous thing. It's like, you're probably fighting over a half-eaten whopper you found in the garbage. You know, it's like... To, to or us. I've seen
0: homeless people v- fight over um,
2: can-gathering Cans, territory. yeah, like a bag full of cans or something. I mean, who, Or just the territory. Like, what are you in my, my territory asking people for cans for? That's what they they fight for. But she, like, not only was just wailing on him, she turned the wheelchair around so he couldn't hit her. It just started pounding him into the wall. Like, the wall <laughs> of this, like, the doorway of this store. Just boom, boom. Until eventually, it just kind of, you know, both... Boiled down to like just screaming at each other and cursing, and then he just kind of wheeled away. But was, he was like, I mean, at this point, he like had a bloody face. But mm-hmm. I was just thinking, I was like, you know, homeless people, are a lot, you know, they're a lot tougher um, than you think. They're there, I mean, they're, they're, I would never want to get in a fight with a homeless guy. No. <laughs> Plus, they don't have anything to lose. And that's you don't want to touch them, you know? It's I mean, like I have a- like 30,
0: I have 32 teeth to be knocked out. A homeless person has like four.
2: Well, so anyway, I was, I was thinking about that. I was like, God, I would never want to fight a homeless guy. And then I read this article online about a fetish video company that paid homeless men $50 a time to be beaten and whipped by semi-naked women. Have you heard hmm. of this? I kind of made the rounds like a couple of weeks ago. Is this SheFights? SheFights.net. I don't know where I came oh, yeah. across it, but it's a fetish film company based in Florida, in St. Petersburg. And uh, allegedly... They paid at least 10 homeless men $50 a time to be kicked, beaten, and whipped by uh, semi-naked women in videotaped she-fights, which, which is interesting to me because these women are semi-naked and they're beating these diseased homeless guys, which I would right there draw the line. I think it's disgusting. I, mean, I don't know how much they were getting paid, probably more than $50. Well, they have gloves on. Yeah, I guess they have gloves on, but I mean, still though, what about like if they're They a also have, you know, they also blood? have like
0: like probably resentment against men because they were all molested as young girls, so daddy it's kind of like therapy for them. Daddy touched
2: my butthole. That's probably what happened. I'm sure daddy right, touched and Now butthole. she gets
0: to now she gets to beat the shit
2: out of some dude and transfer that aggression out, outside. Just beat away all those daddy issues? Yeah. Yeah, I guess that makes sense. But what about the homeless guys then? So it's like it's. A, is it, are you saying this is like a, a win-win situation? Like the homeless guys, like, well, I get to beat up by, get beat up by a topless hot chick. Well, you said they get fifty bucks, right? <laughs> How much Mad Dog can you buy with fifty dollars? I think each bottle is uh,
0: five bucks, so 10, 10 so bottles, ten bottles of Mad maybe Dog, maybe even cheaper. And you know, depending, that's that'd be a Bay Area price. I bet you in the South or Midwest, you know, it's probably two ninety
2: nine. You don't have to buy the good stuff. I mean, you can buy Night Train. Or Cisco. (laughs) Is Mad
0: Dog the good stuff? Mad Mad Dog's kind of high level.
2: I think they're on the same level. I don't know. I I think think an upper tier from Mad Dog would be like Boone's Farm. I think Mad Dog's for the highfalutin homeless.
0: (laughs) That's a Bay Area homeless (laughs) drink that the LA dirty homeless they drink night train. Or uh, Wild Irish Rose is the worst tasting one in my opinion.
2: So you could go to this website, SheFights.net, and you can watch these videos. I mean, the men were tied up and savagely beaten for 12-minute stretches. It's kind of a long round. Yeah, it is. Even by UFC standards. Um, (laughs) And they lost their fee. They lost their 50 bucks if they fought back or gave up before the fight was over. Now, that's just unfair. Mm -hmm. I mean, you'd think that... You think uh, it should be prorated? Well, no, they're not allowed to fight back. Wouldn't you want to see a homeless guy? You know, I, I, if they're okay, if this is a, a she fight, I want to see a fight. This is like this is basically a she beatdown, a she beating, a she beating. Yeah, I mean,
0: I, I would I, grab, I would, I would, I would grab some ass if I was a homeless guy <laughs> at least. <laughs> Although these chicks, I'm looking at their pictures right now. They're the tight, they're those like so tight and toned, and have a sports bra on that. It's like almost a little boy, although they are quite attractive. But you know, they, they don't have like a lot of ass and tit to be grabbed. I
2: kind of picture them to look like uh, just meth addicts. I mean, do the, they the look like white fighters? trash? Yeah, the, the, are they actually no? Like...
0: I mean, they look they look incredibly healthy. They don't look meth addict to at all. They just look almost you know too ripped. Well, it just surprises me. Although Michaela it'll... has some curves
2: on her, I'm I'm kind of a big fan of Michaela. I mean, I, I don't know too many uh, fitness-minded women down here in Los Angeles. I mean, I, I'm not really into Oh, that, no. <laughs> I don't know too many. It's not but a big, not a big that,
0: thing down there.
2: But I imagine the ones that are down here wouldn't be like, oh, you know, I wouldn't mind, you know, losing a few calories, beating up some homeless guy. I imagine these girls probably were, are strippers or do some other thing in the adult entertainment industry. I'm sure they're like... Oh,
0: God. <laughs> I, I would... I would uh, I would bet 90, with 99% accuracy that they're strippers, <laughs> or have stripped, or will strip soon.
2: So, sure. some of the men here were allegedly left so badly injured that they had to be hospitalized and required treatment for broken ribs. Um, one suffered bleeding to the brain and was told that he could have died if he was hit again. So um, <laughs> Doctors
0: that, are always saying that kind of shit, though. It makes <laughs> them seem more important. Come on. You might have died. Yeah,
2: I might have got hit by a
0: car. Whatever. I'm not.
2: This guy eats food out of the garbage. I'm sure he's going to be okay, you know?
0: (laughs) You could have died and, and, you know, not been able to continue your glorious lifestyle.
2: (laughs) Yeah, it's like uh, he drinks malt liquor by the case. I think he's fine. He huffs Uh, spray paint. (laughs) (laughs) The company SheFights.net sells the film beatdowns online for as much as $900 a time for a custom video, according to the lawsuit here. Uh, prices start at $2.99 for 2 minute sparring sessions. So what what they're referring to and this is kind of interesting is as a as a customer you can you can go to con- you can contact shefights.net and you can order a custom fight, a customized fight. Whereas uh, you can actually specify what you want, like you can provide them with a script, a scenario, a payroll request, whatever you want. To make what your wild- kind of request, apparel request, like whatever kind of clothes oh, you want them to wear. Oh, apparel! Um, yeah. And we will make they will make your wildest fantasies come true in an action packed clip made just for your viewing. But these basic custom videos cost like they start out at six hundred. and That just includes one girl, one location. Each additional girl you know, is three hundred more. My
0: wildest fantasy does not consist of having a shitty VHS tape of like some hot chick beating a homeless man. I'm I think my wildest <laughs> fantasy. I mean I might want it, but it's not my wildest fantasy.
2: You know, if it was on your, you know, someone's TV set like playing and they put it in and you know, I was at a party, I wouldn't turn away in disgust. I think I would be like, Wow, this is interesting. Those chicks are topless, they're beating up a homeless guy. But yeah, I don't think I would be like, Man, you know what would really get me hard to you, you know, two topless chicks beat a homeless person.
0: You know what my last request would be if I was about to
2: be ex- executed to see this video. <laughs> so you can go so you can contact them and you can basically have a custom video made here and in addition they can also film like custom video fights so they they produce male versus female mma fights but they can shoot wrestling boxing kickboxing female versus female fights custom productions um they said they've also produced more complex scripted videos of multiple locations so it starts out six hundred dollars just for a basic video but then each additional girl is three hundred dollars more Additional charges can apply for location rental, multiple scenes, and locations. So, Wackerly, if 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 you like, I don't know if I would just want to go. If I was into this, if I was really, really serious about seeing women beat a homeless man, I don't think I'd want to just go to their website and say, "Okay, well, here it is, like a Fight Club scenario in a room." I think I would come up with my own setting. You want the custom? I I mean, if you had money, if you're going to pay nine hundred bucks, six hundred dollars. I would want them to fulfill my fantasy of seeing it if you'd I want had to this be fantasy. specific a specific request, yeah, I think with something like this, I'd totally want to be specific like what what would you do? What would be your fan- your your ideal fantasy for uh, women to beat a homeless guy if you're into that kind of thing, like if this was your bag <laughs> so I'm going to be watching this over over and over again,
0: right, so I want maybe some kind of story or something like that I imagine you I, I think to, i would I think I want the homeless guy. To dress up like um Well, I'd want the girls to dress up like uh Joe Pesci and Daniel Stern. And then the homeless guy can dress up sort of like a Macaulay Culkin. <laughs> it could be like a home alone scenario. Where, but where but where the the you know the, the, the burglars actually get the better of, of Macaulay and, and really beat the shit out of him and they have tits.
2: So you're thinking like a homeless alone scenario. Right. Like so <laughs> So it's as if a homeless exactly. guy, you know, happened to be walking by a house. And he saw that no one was there and he, you know, he got into the house and he was like, "Wow, I'm alone in this rich person's house. There's a ton of food here, a ton of mad dog right. in the in the refrigerator. I could take a At bath." At that
0: point is he really homeless? <laughs> it's not his well, home, so I think so. Yeah, he's still homeless. I mean, don't get Almost philosophical
2: alone. on me here. This is your porn <laughs> fantasy. But uh, so there so he's in this this living room, which I imagine for a homeless person, he must be stuck. This is like heaven. He's got like porn Internet right. porn. He's got mad dog. He's got food in a refrigerator, not not and in he, the garbage. He sets, a,
0: he sets up some like homeless person traps for so if anybody comes in and surprises him. But but then the women come in and they see the shitty trap that didn't work at all. But they oh. realize that this guy was going to try and fuck them up with like a paint can, and then they just beat the living shit out of
2: him. <laughs> You'd say like a savage beating. Like they would just oh beat.
0: like savage. So yeah. that didn't
2: happen to Macaulay Culkin. Although I would have liked the movie. A little bit more if it it did. It would have been a lot better.
0: So if I'm going to pay for it, that's what I want.
2: That's that's good. It's very original. I think if I had to pick something, I'd I'd want something a little more science fiction. Of the science fiction genre instead of the...
0: Changing it up with the roles here.
2: (laughs) Yeah, I think I'd want something more of the science fiction variety. I would prefer if it was more like an E.T. scenario. I don't know about you, but I've always just loathed E.T. I've hated E.T. since I was a kid. I always thought he looked like some kind of piece, like a piece of feces with a long, you know, like a long neck (laughs) and eyes, like googly eyes.
0: He does have a fecal aspect to him.
2: And it just grossed me out. Even as a kid, like I was probably what, Drew Barrymore's age when I saw that movie. And Drew Barrymore's like, oh my God, he's so cute. I'm going to give him like some Reese's Pieces or whatever it was. It's, like, you know it's what? like a turd with eyes. Yeah, exactly. If I was a little kid, I would have seen that and just started beating it mercilessly. I would have beat it with it, with anything I could find in the room. You know, any kind of toy yeah. I had. I'd mean, I would have beat it till it was a dead. Hot Wheels
0: racetrack.
2: Anything. It was disgusting. So I would want something. I would want the homeless man to be dressed up as E.T. Like they'd probably spray paint him or paint him. And then Uh um, give him, like, you know, an E.T. mask. A mask, yeah. Yeah, and then um, he would be, you know... Paint his finger red. Well, it would be the scene where the the Center of Disease Control people in the hazmat suits find him. And it's the chicks in the hazmat suits. So they show up in the hazmat suits. There's lots of light. And Mm -hmm. E.T. is, like, in the backyard underneath the... uh, Didn't they have, like, the plastic camp set up?
0: Yeah, they had the plastic containment booth. Containment
2: booth. And then the, the women, there'd be three women... And the homeless guy dressed up as ET, and then the women would take off the the top part of the hazmat suit, so their tits were out, but they'd still have the uh, the mask on.
0: Oh, I was think- I was thinking even like a see through hazmat suit, like transparent. That'd be good too.
2: All right, dude. You know, actually, I'm gonna go with you on that. That's a good <laughs> idea. Okay, so a see through suit, so you would see with, and I would want them to be completely naked under the see through suit. Yeah. So it'd be completely naked, and then they would just deliver just a merciless- shaver hairy. <laughs> Oh, both. It'd be two shades, Oh, one of each, and one oh, right. yeah, one here.
0: You're going for the twelve hundred dollar tape. I, I mean, guess if, I was. I might too. as well I splurge. I
2: might as well just yeah. go all the way. And so then they would just deliver a savage, merciless beating to this homeless guy, dressed as et. I mean, they would, and they would use a variety of different like um, moves and techniques, stomps. I would want some pro wrestling moves in there. I like guess suplex, definitely yeah. a suplex. And uh, yeah, and then 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 that would be it. And I think by the end of it, I mean he would just be left um, injured. I, th- I think that might be kind of cool. I think that'd be worth $900. Yeah, but
0: me. I might think of something else before the day comes where I buy my tape, too. <laughs>
2: <laughs> you never know. But, but never people, know. go check out SheFights.net. You can, uh, whatever your imagination can come up with here. It's unlimited. <laughs> your wildest fantasy. So, uh, and you better hurry up, though, because it sounds like here that uh, this, this, this cock blocker, um, the lawyer here, Neil Shonen, is trying to ruin it, trying to shut the site down. Um he's mm. working with an advocate, a homeless advocate, uh Mr. G. W. Rowley, um, who used to be homeless himself, who now works for the National Coalition of Homeless. This guy had been investigating it, seen a lot of homeless people that were injured, limping around the uh underneath the bridge. And uh Is there
0: anything worse than a homeless advocate? I mean, get a real job. Come on.
2: Come on, I know exactly. It's like it's like a drug addict becoming a drug counselor, you know. Um, it turned out what, what happened is, uh, the homeless people, you know, were, were in a homeless camp. I think that's where they, like in Florida, they had these homeless camps or like under the bridge and, uh, women would recruit them. They would come there and say, Hey, why don't you come with me to a townhouse and, uh, come hang out. Then they would get there, <laughs> said they were shackled. And then the if women, if one of these
0: girls asked me to do that and I was on my way to work, I would go. <laughs> <laughs> okay.
2: You're like, that sounds, sounds
0: kind of sweet. Yeah, imagine, i imagine like, not this to be that one thing i always regret i wonder if i would have gone with that really hot chick to that townhouse if my life would have been cooler too bad i had to go like pick up some stamps
2: well it's like how difficult would it be to get a homeless person to follow you i mean would you take like a little pint of whiskey and just be like we got whiskey come here
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> come on follow me um the women who are training kickboxing karate and wrestling beat them up while somebody else filmed the fight and, uh, yeah. So the owner of the company, SheFights.net, Jeffrey Williams, claims that the men are being paid to make false statements against him. Uh, he said they sign liability forms and the contract is completely consensual. Quote unquote, these men are crack addicts and will say anything for money. Well, apparently they'll do anything for money. I mean, 50 yeah. bucks to get your ass beat by a chick? <clears throat> I don't know. That's a lot of crack. That is a lot of crack, but. I don't know, if you ask me, I think people you should take advantage of this opportunity. I mean, it doesn't sound like uh, you got much time left. You know, it's, I bet you no. this site's going to be shut down soon. So while it's up there, sure. shefights.net. Go get your own uh, custom fantasy homeless beatdown video. Um, Wanker, well, this is episode 298 here i Sick and Wrong. Um, you missed the show last week. Uh, I interviewed the, the guy who fucks dolphins. Did you hear about that guy? I heard about that guy, yeah. Yeah, he's uh, Does he
0: still fuck a dolphin?
2: No, um he doesn't. No eat. current dolphin relationship is going on. Well, that's what I was kind of upset about is I thought that uh he was still fucking dolphins, like, you know, just left and right, just going to SeaWorld, <laughs> sneaking in there and just fucking the shit out of a dolphin. But I guess he doesn't do that. He, this was uh, it was kind of like a love story between him and a dolphin that occurred back in nineteen seventy. This isn't like he's a not a rape like, story. Yeah. More I mean like it. he's not perpetually dolphin fucking here. But what was interesting about the guy, and I thought this was funny, is initially he was like extremely reluctant to do the the interview I sent him an email I didn't specify that the show was named Sick and Wrong I sometimes kind of go incognito about that but I mean whatever they can just do a Google search of D. Simon and find out And so the guy found out and he's like why would I come on a show called Sick and Wrong you go get some other raw meat and eventually you had had to sell it (laughs) I sent him an email back saying like me and my co-host are broadcast professionals and we (laughs) we treat all of our guests with the utmost respect and so he finally broke back. are overly respectful of the guests, I think, but you
0: got to do that. Well, I don't think you, can't you should. ask somebody ver- to come on and then be an asshole Yeah, I don't them. think you
2: should be an asshole to somebody you have on your show. They're a guest. Uh, anyway, um, the guy said he'd come on the show for two under two conditions, which is the first time I've ever had anybody have stipulations, specify stipulations to come on the show. He said, one, no on-air verbal abuse, which I wasn't planning on doing. It's not like I'm going to be no. like, you freak, dolphin fucker. <laughs> Um, But number two is, regarding sex, we only talk about dolphins, not other species of animals. No turtles, antelopes, or jaguars. I don't know what happened here. (laughs) Jaguars? (laughs) Turtle?
0: Are these animals he's fucked? Or uh, people have asked him if he's fucked.
2: I I don't know, but how do you fuck a turtle?
0: You should have kept pushing the envelope with that second one. All right. uh, How about, you know? (laughs) How about a a honey badger? Do
2: you ever fuck a honey badger? (laughs) I yeah, I but a honey badger <laughs>
0: uh, a squirrel
2: no no squirrel no other animals uh, a frog <laughs> he just was not down to talk about any other uh, species of animals so i didn't go there I, dolphins. You know, I kind of uh, I, I was bummed about it And i'm sure people the whole time when they listen to that show were just like dude come on come on you gotta ask him if he's mm-hmm. fucked an antelope come on we're waiting to hear it and you know i never, never a hedgehog up. But I gotta say, that is my Christmas gift. I'm getting everybody this year. Copy of the Wet Goddess. Oh, uh,
0: you don't have to get me that.
2: Well, well, wackily, you know, uh, nothing's nothing. There's no better way to celebrate the birth of your Lord and Savior than a book about dolphin fucking. Yeah, no, I don't need it. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> I'm good. So, a recap of the show two weeks ago, episode 296. Uh, we did three listener stories. The first one's about a vagina that is not the best place to hide your methamphetamine. Uh, the second one is about a story Especially if you're pregnant. Expe- especially if you're pregnant. Uh, the second story involved yabs, knobs, and curling irons. And the third one is about a weekend at a strip club called Shotgun Willys. Um, the, the story that won was the vagina um, that was not for hiding meth. That came in first huh. place.
0: Won by Good a landslide.
2: Uh, the, the, woman, uh, the pregnant woman died and the unborn child also died. So uh, <clears> congratulations, <throat> our listener won. You won episode 296 and uh, you've won yourself... A, the coveted Sick and Wrong Care Package. So, mazel Tough to you. Uh, people, you know the way Sick and Wrong works. Wacker and I present the most disturbing news times a week. Here on the show, audience votes. Winner gets a Sick and Wrong Care Package. Send your listener submission to sickandwrongpodcast.com. Submit them via Facebook or submit them over Twitter or even the Sick and Wrong Forum. A uh, Wacker, we got a few good ones uh, for this week. But before we get to that, here's a word from our sponsor, audible.com. I should just do this in my fast, uh, you know, Price is Right voice. Yeah. Instead of just kind of sitting here, because we always try to find some interesting angle to talk about Audible, but in the end, we're just selling, just getting people to sign up for a free trial. You know, right? I don't yeah. care if people educate themselves or what or what they do with these audiobooks. I mean, whatever. But maybe maybe you can get the, uh, the 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 Dolphin fucking book and and get you know learn something from Audible. So read Audible- by the Dolphin who played Flipper. <laughs> 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 Audible has over a thousand science and tech titles, eleven 1, hundred science fiction and fantasy titles. Um, they have seventy-five thousand titles from every genre. They have a cover. So go get a free audiobook download when you sign up for a trial today. Just AudiblePodcast.com slash diddle.
0: Ready to get into some stories? Are you ready for some story
2: time? Story time
0: <laughs> once again wrong. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Uh, this listener wrote in, Hey, DNL, here's the gist of the story. Carla Flores was peacefully selling seafood on the street when she heard an explosion. An object hit her face, knocking her down. When she woke up in the hospital, she had a live fragmentation grenade stuck in her face.
0: Right, she was selling seafood on the
2: street? Yeah. That's uh, actually...
0: <laughs> I bet you she hears lots of explosions. That <laughs> <laughs> um, was a one.
2: She says, I think what really happened was someone was using a homemade spud gun, decided to put a grenade in it, and exploded due to too much black powder. This clearly sent the grenade in the wrong direction. Maybe. I don't know. Hmm. Keep it schlick, keep it wrong. Schlick is to girls what fap is to guys. Do you know that?
0: I knew that. Yeah, I knew that.
2: <laughs> I've never heard that term. Schlick?
0: Yeah. It's the sound that they make when they're fingering themselves.
2: <laughs> I hope my
0: mom finds this podcast someday. <laughs>
2: great. <laughs> it sounds a little too close to schlitz. No, it's schlick, schlick, schlick. Schlick, schlick, schlick. I didn't know that, but that was, thank you for teaching me that. So, schlick. Yeah. Imagine,
0: okay. like, <laughs> just sticking your finger into a can of sardines, like, over and over again really vigorously, that sound.
2: It uh, probably smells the same too. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this email was sent by Harsh, and she says, That's really my name, Harsh. I wonder if that's um, Meg Whitman's kid. Or is it Meg Whitman's kid named Harsh? Or are yes. you saying Meg Whitman's uh, kid likes a schlick?
0: No, Meg Whitman's husband
2: and children have the last name Harsh. I think this is her first name, Harsh. That's not a real name. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, she's 20 years old. She's an investment-length insurance agent slash media art student. Oh, so thank you sexy. For, but she, sexy she followed protocol. Path. She followed protocol by telling us her career. So oh, thank you, okay. Harsh, for sending that in and giving away the whole fucking story in your email. Uh, Carla Flores... Uh, syn- oh, wait,
0: you still have to read it? <laughs> I thought we were done. I thought we were going to get out of here quickly today. Fuck.
2: All right, go ahead. Carla Flores, a Sinaloa Mexican woman survives with a live grenade lodged in her face um, a nurse and three doctors my face, my beautiful face <laughs> a Senior. nurse and three doctors who volunteered to operate on her to remove the live round which could have exploded at any time killing anyone within a 32 foot radius are also counting their blessings was this an episode of M.A.S.H.? I kind of remember this this damn war <laughs> Or Hawkeye yeah. had to remove, like, a grenade from somebody. Pierce. Pierce, like, put it in his butthole or something like that. Yeah. Most um, of the episodes are about that. So this happened last month. Uh, Floris is a 32-year-old mother of three. She was just, you know, typical day, selling seafood on a street um, in uh, Mexico. By the seashore? No, she was just <laughs> selling seafood. I don't think, I think it's sell seafood anywhere. You selling seafood is a profession in Mexico. Like, you, you graduate, you know, from... You know what isn't a profession? Refrigeration repairman.
0: <laughs> it's just in a bucket, maybe some ice, maybe not.
2: Yeah, exactly. I mean, or just in, like, wrapped in newspaper and yeah. in, like, a backpack. That's just, yeah. uh, And that's, that's like, a, that's that's a good meal there. That's a fine. Yeah. When it's actually in a backpack. Is um, it still called seafood if you got it out of the sewer? <laughs> or is that sewer food? <laughs> She, she heard an explosion, and uh, she was hit in the face and knocked down. Um, when she removed her hand from her face, she found it covered in blood. This made her faint, and she awoke in the hospital. So I wonder what happened. Did somebody, like... Do you think someone came around and just took her food cart? And just, I was like, sweet, I'm gonna go sell seafood over here now. Now I'm a businessman. Yeah. You know, that's, that's one thing I've noticed about Los Angeles is you see these disgusting food carts, and I'm not talking food trucks. Like a fee- at least a food truck, you know, they might have refrigeration in the food truck, but a food cart, it's like these little Mexican ladies have these carts that are making once. Like after the bars get out, they're like frying hot dogs. I think it just smells disgusting. Texas Tommies is that what they're called? Yeah, it's not just
0: a hot dog because you're a vegetarian. You know, you have no basis to even talk about this, but they're it's a hot dog. That's grilled in onions and then it's wrapped. There's like a piece of bacon wrapped around the hot dog.
2: <laughs> ah, dude, it's it is utterly foul. It's like one of the worst smells. It is great. Could, it could smell.
0: After you eat one of those uh, bacon wrapped hot dogs, though, you really need to make sure that you're on your way home. You don't want to eat one and then go into the club because within 15 minutes, you know, you're gonna
2: need to unload. Pure trots. And th- that's the grossest thing is at these you see this downtown, like, uh, there's all these like Asian clubs and these Asian chicks will come out and they're wasted. Cause they've had like two drinks of alcohol and they weigh like 50 pounds. And so right. then they're wasted and they think it's a good idea to eat one of these, what'd you call it? Texas turds or whatever. And they go <laughs> and get one of them and they eat it. And the next thing you know, like within like, I would say three minutes, they're puking up all over the street and the boyfriends are holding their hair. It's yeah. but It's quite i I'm a sure
0: they do that after every meal, by the way. So, how
2: <laughs> <laughs> so they stay so slim. Exactly. But, um, those for those carts though, what are they? You know how, like in in Los Angeles, they rate their restaurants with an A, a B, or a C. Right. Those things are totally not rated. So I mean, you're going basically being like, you know what? I would like to pay a dollar twenty five for diarrhea, please. Right. How, how much is that? Some diarrhea?
0: people. I, and I have been in the position where I've made that decision
2: myself. <laughs> <laughs> so what ended up happening here is. Um, a CT scan, when the woman woke up in the hospital, a CT scan and an X-ray revealed that an unexploded grenade was obstructing her trachea, but it was unexploded, so it was a live grenade. So several oh, wow. doctors refused to operate on her because the round was live and could explode at any moment, and a hospital doctor re- reportedly requested a very brave doctor who could help the patient under extreme, risky conditions. I would like to request Dr. McBain <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just they', they had to call in house m d here because yeah. i don 't think a regular doctor would do it no it's like that uh, it 's like the Mexican version of the game operation, but yeah. you actually do die when it happens know <laughs> would, you, would would you operate on this No <laughs> you'd have been like, screw this i 'm going home
0: i mean i 'm not going to risk my life it's not like you 're a doctor you 're not a police officer or a fireman. <laughs>
2: <laughs> exactly i mean but uh yeah but but i imagine this this isn't that rare in mexico i mean there's a lot of it seems like there's a lot of violence over there
0: yeah why is there a grenade even around in the first place that's a good well i think this is uh, uh
2: the sinaloa in mexico is the cradle of drug trafficking so there's a lot of cartel violence there uh-huh so i think what happened is uh, someone launched a grenade into the crowd and it's just weird that the thing would just lodge into her. I didn't know that they were, I didn't know a grenade <laughs> yeah. worked like that.
0: Or how could she not die? Because isn't there a big hole in her neck? <laughs> or it yeah, went in through I mean, her
2: face? I don't know. It must have been like a grenade launcher and it just launched into her. And then just lodged into her trachea so it wasn't like you know, she could still breathe. I suppose so. So three doctors and a nurse volunteered. Some brave people. And they took her to an open field to perform the surgery to minimize injuries to any others should the <laughs> grenade explode. God, that's some brave Good people. old
0: Mexican open field surgery.
2: Under the watchful eye of explosive experts from the Mexican military, they gave her a tracheotomy and successfully removed the grenade. I picture them wearing like outfits like in Hurt Locker. Remember those yeah. big, like huge bomb outfits? Right. I wonder if they Except were...
0: it's Mexico, I remember, so they're actually made of tamales. <laughs>
2: And involved a sombrero. Yeah. Um, The operation took four hours, and uh, Flores was only given local anesthetic, which is just basically just tequila poured all over her face. (laughs) That's that's (laughs) anesthetic in Mexico. Um, The grenade caused her to lose teeth, left a three-inch wound in her right cheek, um, but the soft tissue in that area of her body kept the live grenade from exploding. So um, she ended up living. She has a, a pretty awful face wound like a huge scar on the side of her face but uh she ended up surviving
0: um they say it's that it's gonna group, hurt it's really gonna hurt her seafood business yeah like, i think being this, super um,
2: disfigured yeah she's definitely not going to move on from the seafood selling to like the donkey show industry like uh <laughs> i don't know if that's a that would be a a, a you know a career option for her Uh, They say that the grenade most likely is fired from a launcher attached to an automatic rifle. People in the area where the explosion occurred are reluctant to speak about what happened. I imagine imagine that's fairly common.
0: Seems to be down there.
2: So on the sick and wrong star scale, I don't know if we've done many stories where doctors had to, to remove a live grenade... From a woman's no. face, it's a first. Yeah, I'm going to give it a five. I'm giving this a five star just because of uh, the severity of what happened to the lady, and not to mention the doctors and the nurses that put themselves at risk for this. Five stars for sure. Five Cin- stars for their bravery. Cinco. Um, I forgot what you used <laughs> the last one. Was it cinco <laughs> estrellas? Yeah, that's what the <laughs> that's the word for star. Is a- um, Wacker, What do you have here for uh, episode two ninety eight?
0: Daniel sent this one in and he says that I know Lance and Dee's bro have thought about this. I know I have. This is a video video game related story. Mark Bradford, who's a forty six year old man. He was furious when he was gunned down in the war simulation called Call of Duty Blops. (laughs) (laughs) Cod Blops is what the kids call it. Black Ops. Call of Duty Black Ops. Uh, And the (laughs) the, the newspaper calls it a war simulation. (laughs) Uh, And he's playing with a 13-year-old kid and he uh, was gunned down and he lost it when the youngster goaded him. Over his online
2: death. So what, okay. un- <laughs> what? Well, well, I didn't mean to interrupt here, but clue me in on this, because I'm kind of video game retarded. I know you can play with these, these newfangled Xbox systems, where mm-hmm. you can play... Yeah, um, it was on a
0: play, PlayStation
2: 3, actually. It was a PS... Okay, a PS3. Yeah. You, you log into it, it goes onto the intertubes, and then you mm-hmm. play other people, on and the you tubes. can talk to them. It's live.
0: Yes. I think you have a little headset, a little gaming headset. So you know how just, like, just lame it is when somebody walks in on you playing a video game, and you're all into it, and your face is, you're making all kinds of crazy facial expressions. Imagine if you had
2: like those headphones and a microphone on, and you're talking to the computer. I can't even, I mean, if, as a parent, I would be like, what are you doing? Who are you talking to? I, I think it's the know, first sign of get a, a job. Yeah, exactly.
0: Deliver some newspapers or sell seafood or something like that. This is ridiculous. Do do you
2: play like this, Wankley? Do you play any games where... No, I
0: don't play online because there's, you know, it's full... All the games are full of really annoying 13-year-olds who think that they're badasses. And And, they have those super high-pitched voices, you know what I'm saying?
2: It's almost like trolling. They can talk shit over uh, over the headphones because you can't find them.
0: Yeah, and I'm sure all these kids are you know, most of them probably just get beaten mercilessly every day at school.
2: So, so this is an this outlet is a way for, for them.
0: them to, yeah, this is an outlet for them. They're safe in their home. Or so they thought. <laughs> I'll read on the story. <laughs> the unemployed. So this guy, let's get a little description of him because he's a character. He's an unemployed father of three. He stormed from his bedsit in Plymouth, Devon. We don't have these things in the United States, do we? Bedsit. You
2: know what that is? A bedsit is it like a one bedroom apartment or something or
0: No, it's like a it's like a studio but you don't even have your own bathroom. You like share the bathroom with the guy next door. Usually there's two bedrooms per bathroom. So can you imagine having to share a bathroom with like not your roommate, not a person that you even know. It's the strange like, just the next door neighbor. Yeah. Yeah, you I'm know sure that's, it's that's really. Like a, cl- I'm sure the bathroom is really clean all
2: the time. It's like a residential hotel, that one bathroom sort of. But that—that's
0: even like a full floor in one bathroom. But that—that's probably the closest thing here. Yeah. So he has he has three kids. Obviously, they don't live with him at the bedside. I wouldn't think so. He must be divorced, and he's unemployed, and he's just playing fucking Call of Duty on the
2: place. <laughs> Why does he even have a PlayStation? Yeah, it's like you'd think that this guy, this guy for sure, should go get a job. I just, yeah, I picture him he should to be wasting just, his money on a video game system. Angry loner. And the worst thing yeah. about it is this guy's, you know, old enough to actually go out and buy a lot of alcohol. So he's probably right. a very dangerous individual. Very dangerous.
0: The, the pair had been playing uh, Call of Duty Black Ops. I said that already. Um, the guy stormed from his little, you know, shitty studio apartment. And he confronted the youngster at the boy's friend's house by placing his hands around the schoolboy's neck. <laughs> How did they find him? They say that they, they're sort of uh, outside friends, or the, the friend of the family, acquaintance of the family, maybe oh. not friend is not the right word. So the attack only ended when the teenager's horrified mother <laughs> pulled Bradford off the boy, uh, and he was left with scratched and reddening to the neck. The mom is only um, 33. This is, <laughs> this is, <laughs> so this dude is older than the mom. This and a man like, that's th- older than you is choking your son. <laughs> this is totally game. like homer
2: simpson choking bart i mean he like throttled right. him yeah but that's your own kid that's allowed <laughs> when you can't go choke other people's kids so this kid wasn't a stranger to the guy though he knew where the kid lived no. and it's, yeah it's, yeah
0: and they lived in the same neighborhood you know because he walked over there
2: as a parent would you be concerned that your son is playing video games with this old man that's that's a friend it, of the it family is, you
0: can't control it you know I, I suppose, no control. But... the only control is to, th- to throw the xbox or the playstation in the garbage which is that's what I, that would be my method or yeah. i just lock it in my office where i play it the boy who cannot be identified because he's too young said i was
1: just sat playing we had a bit of a joke and then he stormed in and grabbed me i
2: didn't know what was going on you know he's just the most annoying shit on the planet a bit of a joke i would like to read a transcript of what this kid was saying <laughs> i'm sure it was
0: horrible yeah uh, the mom says that it's pathetic that a grown man would attack a defenseless child like this. She's probably one of these moms who just thinks that her kid can do no wrong, and it's just he is the worst fucking kid in the universe. He says that he has mental issues, but, you know, who doesn't? Um, actually, his his defense attorney says that he has mental issues. He 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 admits that he just lost it. <laughs> he said it was a moment of madness, and the child would not shut up. Uh, he's being ordered to pay a hundred pounds, uh, in cost to the court. And then he's get, has to give the kid 50 pounds, which God, you know, 50 you, pounds. You don't want to reward what? this kind of behavior for this kid. I mean, he did get choked, I guess, you know, pain and suffering. You know, this
2: kid's bragging about it, trying to get a sympathy lay.
0: The guy, the, uh, the man said, I'd been playing the whole day
2: and he was baiting me and baiting me and just would not shut up. In <laughs> that high pitched, that horrible high pitched tone. I could. I can see What are you this. talking about, faggot? They're, they they call everybody faggots and niggers. That's
0: but, like the those are the f- two favorite taunts on the uh, in these multiplayer. But games I wonder what they say kids. though
2: in the UK. I mean, I'm sure they're saying, calling them like you Bender, you Bender. <laughs> that was a horrible move, you Bender. Uh, I think faggot is pretty pretty
0: universal. Yeah. maybe, maybe, yeah, maybe Bender. They probably don't use the nigger as much over there. The nigger term.
2: I don't know. I was watching that, 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 that show, Inbetweeners. I don't know if you've seen this, but it seems like every other word is bender or you're bent. You're bent. Uh-huh. Bender. I'm sure that kid probably just kept calling this guy bent like probably a hundred times in a row until eventually this dude just snapped. I like bell end. That's a good one. <laughs> I bet you he was calling him a bell end. He was interchanging bell end and bender. <laughs> and faggot. Don't get faggot. <laughs> yeah, and faggot. <laughs> Maybe a couple nonces thrown in there. Um so, so if you th- if you ask me, me. that's what, what if Joffrey did this it'd be funny if he was
0: like You know, the kid's calling him a faggot and he's like, instead of going over there and choking him,
2: he goes over there and like shows his cock down the game. He would do something much worse, I think. (laughs) I I am a faggot. How do you like it? Although I got to say, if I knew my brother did play like Black Ops Call of Duty, I think I would Mm -hmm. try to like somehow get his like online moniker just to go fuck with him. Because could you imagine trolling my brother through a video game? You'd make him so angry. Uh, I mean, we like to do it on the show. But he'd, yeah, you're right. It'd probably be even more fun if he didn't know who you were. Oh, virtually, it'd be. I think it would be amazing. He he would be this type of guy though. But if you ask me, I think this dude, the guy here, what's his name, Bradford?
0: Bradford I, Marcellus, I think. <laughs> no, Mark <laughs> Bradford.
2: I think Bradford is a hero. I mean, this dude, I this guy, too. sounds like Michael Caine in that in that movie in the uh, the council houses where he went and beat up a bunch of chavs. John
0: Brown. I think it's called yeah. Harry
2: Brown. Harry, Harry Brown. Brown, sure. I mean, this guy, this is wish fulfillment. I mean, yeah, that's you... why I don't like
0: that the kid got 50 pounds at the end of it. Because has he, is he going to learn his lesson?
2: Or no, he's you know, continue does he think this guy asshole. got shown up? Yeah, he's going to continue being a little English prick. Right. I mean, if you ask me, if, if I'm rating this story on the Sick and Wrong Star scale, I'm going to give this a two. I don't think yeah. it was sick and wrong at all to go and find this kid and throttle the hell out of him.
0: Yeah, I'm going to give it a three for basically the same reasons. This kid should be working, like, pulling a coal cart around, you know, picking up pieces of coal out of the gutter.
2: Like a total be... Dickensian-style job, because that's what, that's yeah, what toddlers exactly. should do. That's what kid that teenagers should do in uh, in the UK. <laughs> It'll teach him not to sass people. <laughs> <laughs> a Some work backbreaking camp. labor. A work camp. That's what this <laughs> for kid should do. 18 go. hours a day. <laughs> So the third story here was uh, sent in by Brandon. Uh, Brandon says, I think we've all thought of doing something like this before. Uh, he's referring to a jilted boyfriend who planted the murder of his ex-girlfriend through a fake bear mauling and then a stage car crash. <laughs> you know, you know <laughs> I agree the with other you, Brandon. We've all, right. all thought of doing the fake bear mauling murder of our girlfriend before. I- I've thought of that a couple times. I never thought i add the car crash in, though. No, I mean, what's the point of the car crash when you have a fake bear mauling?
0: Yeah, one or the other would suffice.
2: What's well, interesting how a fake it. bear mauling actually works. Um, a man who plotted to kill his ex-girlfriend and make it look like she was mauled by a bear then tried to hire someone to kill her in a staged car crash. <laughs> uh, the guy's name is Clyde Gardner. And this Clyde. guy, in my opinion, is a true American hero. Working class hero, this guy. That name needs to come back, Clyde. Clyde Gardner originally planned to kill a bear, skin it, and wear the pelt while using its claws to kill the woman as she took out her rubbish. <laughs> well, what's What's great about this is, this guy was like, you know, fuck it, I don't want to rent a bear costume, you know, a bear suit. It's like like <laughs> it's a fur. Not, it's a not fursuit. a bear
0: costume. It's an actual bear with the claws on it and everything.
2: But he could have just wore a bear suit. I mean, it would have been funnier. No, okay, if you're going to fake outfit.
0: maul somebody, you need the bear claws. And I'm not talking about the donut. <laughs> Although now I'm hungry for one of those donuts.
2: <laughs> Although it would be great to murder your girlfriend with a bunch just smothering her in bear claws <laughs> so she just couldn't breathe. Um...
0: If I'm imagining this guy and his girlfriend correctly, (laughs) she probably has too much experience with bear claws to really, you know, you'd be shoving them down her throat. She'd be like, more, more. Thank you,
2: honey. I'll have another, please. Uh, The 57-year-old junkyard owner's plan. uh, That makes sense that Clyde Gardner would work in a junkyard. Um, Owner? owner. He's an owner of the junkyard. Uh, The plan included him wearing the bear's paws on his feet so no human footprints would be left behind. Nice. No stone unturned for Clyde Gardner. He's a pretty smart guy. I wonder where he hatched this plan. I'm, I'm sure there's a lot of beer drinking involved. Maybe a couple shots of Jameson. In Maybe the junkyard, for sure. Half a, half a fifth of Jameson. If um, I worked
0: in a junkyard, I would very rarely ever leave the junkyard.
2: No. I would, I would I mean, want to be the king of rubbish. Yeah, I would just <laughs> hang out in the junkyard. It'd be cool. And I would definitely protect it with a junkyard dog. I'd want like a really vicious, vicious dog. Obviously. Yeah, you'd have to. Um, Gardner had carefully watched his ex-girlfriend's movements, hiding in the woods with binoculars to learn her routines. <laughs> so this dude seems <laughs> like... Not, he... not really a close relationship.
0: Huh? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to case her out. Well, wait, isn't she your girlfriend? Don't you going to know what she's doing most of the time? I have no
2: idea. <laughs> I don't think he paid much attention to her while he was dating her. I only know when she's here in the junkyard with me. Whatever she does
0: outside of the junkyard, that's her business. Until I, now,
2: I don't know of her non-junkyard-related activities. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm surprised, though, that you know. You think it's like I understand the originality of coming up with the, the uh, mauling her in the bear suit, but don't you think in the junkyard there'd be myriad other ways to dispatch your girlfriend? sure they have, like, a glass yeah, crusher you, machine.
0: Yeah, but he doesn't want it getting back, you know, he wants to make it look like an accident. That's
2: the problem. Because no, you could
0: just throw her in the car smasher.
2: Exactly, that's right. And nobody but... would
0: ever find her, and then, and then it would just be a missing persons case, but then the cops would obviously eventually come looking for him and say, you know, you were the last one seen with her. You were at the junkyard, obviously. What What happened? Like, is she here, you know? They exactly. started looking around for hair samples.
2: And had he been wearing the bear paws, they would have been like, oh, these are bear tracks. Bear <laughs> killed her. <laughs> yeah. There's no way a man would have killed a bear, put on a bear suit and uh, bear paw slippers and yeah. then uh, killed her. No. Um, his plan, he banned a hatch's plan after she kicked him out of the house. Um, uh, eventually, he decided to abandon the, the bear idea. I don't know what... what caused him to abandon the idea. I don't know if it was because he had to kill a fucking bear first, which I yeah, imagine is not, not simple. Easy. Yeah, or um, maybe he just didn't want to like have to cut out the bear outfits. It seems a lot of work. Um, he then gave a friend a picture of the woman, her vehicle registration number, and $500 toward a $15,000 bounty to kill her 15, in a car 000. crash. Man, the junk business pays pretty good. Yeah, apparently he was serious about this. And the reason he chose his friend, um, his friend was an experienced demolition derby driver, which I didn't know that's a career, but maybe in uh, Pennsylvania.
0: Um, (laughs) If you live in a trailer park, a lot of careers open up to you
2: that, you know, wouldn't be really uh, plausible otherwise. Demolition derby driver? Yeah. uh, But, you know, it sounds like that dude would know how to kill somebody in a car crash. I mean, if that's what he does for a living um the demolition derby driver said he advised um our gardener um was advised on how to make the make the thing look like an accident uh he's he gardener then said if the crash didn't kill the woman that his friend should then get out take a piece of broken glass and just slit her throat <laughs> so uh <laughs> why
0: i never understand these men who
2: come up with these are uh, just feel so strongly about
0: murdering their girlfriend you know like just why don't you just dump her and then go fuck some whores?
2: How about that? Well you know what the thing is though? He's jilted. Something yeah. happened. Like there's uh he's a scorned lover.
0: Right, but I still say just go get massively smashed and, and fuck some whores and go to the strip club and you'll forget about her in no time.
2: Yeah, I don't I don't I don't know if you this know, guy she doesn't uh... need
0: to be savagely murdered. <laughs>
2: <laughs> That's not gonna make him feel any better. <laughs> I think this guy wanted more than that. I think this guy wanted revenge. Well, apparently... The only
0: time I ever understand it is when it's like an alimony situation where the bitch is like fucking just bleeding you for, you know, like $700 a month or whatever it is, and you just can't take it anymore.
2: Well, he and the woman had been together for five years and they had a child. Oh, because
0: that might, you know, she's turning the kid against you. Maybe that's why you get so mad.
2: But it was an abusive and violent relationship. And I guess they had broken up uh, several times before. So the acquaintance here was obviously freaked out. He went to the police, um, who then sent him back wearing a hidden recorder to get Gardner on tape talking about the Grizzly plan. Wearing a wire. He wore a wire. Um, Gardner said at the sentencing that he was so drunk, and uh, was, uh, he was really drunk at the time, he was going to call off the hit once he sobered up and realized what he had set in motion you know no (laughs) one ever buys the inebriation excuse no a court wouldn't your girlfriend doesn't I don't know how many times I've like you know told my girlfriend that her ass has gotten larger and then realized I was drunk baby I didn't mean it I was drunk (laughs) I say things when I'm drunk doesn't matter
0: I'd say true things when I'm drunk
2: (laughs) (laughs) the truth come out when I'm drunk it's the truth serum I'm sorry baby it's not my fault it's your ass's fault for being so big
0: I blame your ass I'm sorry you got offended
2: but apparently the court does not buy the inebriation excuse either so um, he was sentenced to 5 to 15 years in prison and will have a 20 year order of protection in preventing contact with a woman until the year 2031 and I guarantee January 1st 2031 there's going to be a dude wearing a bear suit outside of her door because mm-hmm. you know this guy now has what twenty years to plot. Yeah, I mean I don't know. Is
0: he in jail? What I didn't get that.
2: Yeah, sentenced to five to fifteen years in oh, prison. But it's hard to kill a bear from jail.
0: <laughs> but no, Not five to fifteen years, years the in prison. Jail. But twenty prison. years
2: of no contact. So I bet you he's got five years yeah. to get that bear suit, bear outfit yeah. together. Uh huh. What are you gonna give this? So a sick and wrong star scale. Um, he didn't kill the girl. He and
0: die. he didn't even this whole bear suit thing was only a concept ever.
2: Yeah, I mean he he didn't actually end up uh, succeed in uh, in murdering murdering. He the didn't girl, do anything. Concept. He didn't obtain the bear. He didn't he didn't ever don the bear suit. But he did find a uh, a guy who to stage an accident, a car crash, and offered him fifteen thousand dollars. So the intent was there. I'm yeah. gonna give this. Just for the, the the original concept of the bear suit, which I'm actually yeah, really but, impressed but with. Yeah, but it's an
0: original concept that was not implemented in any way, shape, or form.
2: You don't know that. It might in 20 years. <laughs> I'm giving this four stars.
0: Oh, we're scoring this based on the future possibilities. <laughs> uh, this is like Minority Report now. <laughs> I give it four minority stars. <laughs> Wait, let me ask this bald bitch in this bathtub behind me. <laughs> he will kill her with a bear. Okay, 4.5. She says 4.5.
2: <laughs> Shut up, bitch. People, you can decide who won episode 298. Go vote sickandwrongpodcast.com. Well, actually, we've got a few phone calls uh, to the Sick and Wrong hotline and a, and a thought experiment here uh, for the new uh, Sick and Wrong thought experience experiment segment. Um, 206-666-3846 is that number. Before we get to that... Here's a word from uh, AdamandEve.com. It's Butt Plug Month
3: on AdamandEve.com. Show
2: that you still care by bringing something new into the bedroom.
3: And by something new, I mean a butt plug. Because if you order right now and use coupon code DIDDLE, you get 50% off your first item, a gift so sensual I can't even tell you about it on this podcast that talks about murder and bukkake. And on top of all of that, Free shipping. Support Sick and Wrong by supporting our sponsor, AdamandEve.com, and making a
2: purchase with coupon code DIDDLE, that's D-I-D-D-L-E. So Wacker, we got a few phone calls here to the Sick and Wrong hotline. Um, Let's get to call number one.
3: It's four in the morning in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, but I uh, grew up in Ohio, and I was just staying up and drinking some uh, pints and uh, listening to this week's podcast. And, um, wow, that guy with a horse shitting on him, um, that is sort of ridiculous. But I will say that um, it, I have a cousin who lives in Newark, Ohio, and he's a horse trainer. And to be a horse trainer, you also, as like a side <laughs> profession, you're a blacksmith. And being a blacksmith, you shoe horses. So you know how horse legs are. Um, you got to sort of like pull them up under your crotch.
0: Yeah, wait, pause. <laughs> I actually have no idea how horse legs are. It's one thing I, I just don't I
2: don't know I don't know how they are at all. I seriously know nothing of horse legs either. It's just it's something I have very little experience. With. Actually, in fact, I'm scared of horses. I don't like to. I've never ridden a horse. I don't like to go near them.
0: I've ridden a horse and I still don't know how their legs
2: are.
0: <laughs> I just it, I, you can't really see their legs when you're up on top of one.
2: I don't get it. What is he saying? I thought you weren't supposed to stand by a horse because they'll kick you. Or is that like no? A, but this is what donkey? I said.
0: You have to stand by it when you put a shoe on it, and that's what he's explaining. So he's Somebody saying I he do picked know up how, the shoe. That
2: so that's probably I bet you the guy that uh, the guy that probably works on horses is probably a horse trainer or something. Sure, bourgeois. <laughs>
3: from behind, and then you apply the shoes on them. But um, I saw my cousin one time shoe in a Clydesdale, and a Clydesdale horse is uh, one of those um, Budweiser horses, the right, big, huge ones with the big, ones ones one. with big massive. floppy hooves, and um, it farted right above his head. I must have been like 11 years old at the time, and my two brothers were with me. We just laughed our asses off. But the way that this Clydesdale farted, it was amazing, totally amazing how, like, um if you were to blow up a children's balloon and then just, like, not tie it off and let it go, and then the little uh, <laughs> mouth nozzle just, like, flips and flops and flips and flops and goes <laughs> all the way in the air. That's exactly what happened with this Clydesdale. Um, yeah, the entire asshole just, like, extricated itself from its entire body and just flipped and flapped in the wind. I don't know. I just heard this like, uh, less than five minutes ago. And I, I just, I had to call you and be like, Holy <laughs> cow, man. But, uh, I've been there, yeah, dude. Holy Clydesdale. Um, keep it sick. Keep it wrong. I love you guys. Take care. Bye.
0: Somebody well, should do the, animal farting show (laughs) podcast just different animals farting and just go record it dude that would be hilarious
2: that would totally be number one comedy podcast there's nothing i I don't live near enough
0: uh wild uh like livestock to really
2: make that work but you know in a comic wouldn't it be because you're a comic book writer yourself um wouldn't it be just foos with like 10 z's like four four Mm. zero four o's and like 10 z's like foos? i don't i'm not so sure isn't that how you that's make that's that wouldn't be my first guess. Well then how would you make this farting noise? Just,
0: I think there'd be lots of like T H B P B P B P T H B P P P B P H
2: You know what, you know what's funny, I don't know why I was thinking this, but I always found it funny that when when I used to have a dog and I was a kid and the dog would be sleeping and then I'd just rip a fart by its face <laughs> and it would just wake up with this look of like, dude, what the fuck? I was sleeping. <laughs> You remember that? No. I don't remember <laughs> that. You could do it to cats, too. Like, cats will totally be just having a snooze. let go oh, by and I rip did. a really... I have
0: farted on a cat
2: before, <laughs> Just rip a really... Sure. Just a really loud fart, just like a, a crack. And then the animal will wake up and be like, Dude, what the fuck was that?
0: Well, it's, it's best if
2: it blows the fur on their face back <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, I guess this guy probably was a blacksmith. Thanks for sharing the, uh, that, Then I got this image in my face. Although I want to, after this show, I think I'm going to try to find an animal that I can fart on. All right. The, uh, second call is an, is, uh, in response to, I think it was a, a question that we posed a couple shows ago, whether or not you shit before you die. All right.
3: Hey guys, it's The Undertaker, uh, your local neighborhood funeral director. And I'm just calling about the intro banner, uh, banter rather, on uh, episode, I think mean, it's 296. Uh, you guys had asked whether or not it's true that you, you know, if you evacuate your bowels upon death. Um, and, uh, you know, having firsthand experience, I can tell you that, yeah, that happens. Uh, not all the time. Pretty frequently, maybe, I don't know, maybe half the time it does, half the time it doesn't. Sometimes it's perfectly clean. Other times it's like a goddamn Play-Doh fun factory. But uh, (laughs) it happens. So, you know, if you know that you're going to die, if you want to screw people over, don't eat right before you die. Wait, you know, a good, I don't know, six hours, eight hours. Then you'll give them something fun to deal with. But you guys, (laughs) keep keep it wrong.
2: See, that's what what I thought. Like, if you're truly a vengeful criminal who just, you know, did not repent your misdeeds and you're just like you know what I'm going to just be a hateful person while I while they execute me. That's what you should do. Is you should eat a last meal and wait like a few hours before and then just like full on just diarrhea all over the place.
0: Mhm. Well, I eat every few hours anyways? So <laughs> I'd be good no matter what.
2: So you'd probably yeah, you'd probably be Maybe
0: fine. Maybe not in, in that prison situation. they don't allow me to eat on my own schedule. Yeah. Do you, I mean If you're the funeral guy, or the the assistant to the funeral guy, I would assume, or the assistant to the assistant to the funeral guy, I mean, you can just hose the body down, right? You just, like, put it in the middle of the tile floor next to the drain and just shoot it with the hose and get all that. You don't have to actually, like, get in there as you would with a living creature (laughs) and, like, clean it up like a baby.
2: I wonder if it becomes, like, kind of a joke, like, if you're just, you know, if you're sitting there... Embalming somebody with your with your buddy, like if I was if you and I were embalming something, I was like, dude, do you kind of work on his legs down there, and then I just press mm. like on his stomach really hard so it shoots out like in your face. I wonder if people uh-huh. if they do that to each other.
0: That would be that would not make for a pleasant work environment. <laughs>
2: yeah, but it'd be funny because I'd be like, dude, I so got you. You're covered in a cadaver's feces.
0: Right, but then I would like go <laughs> at you with the bone saw. <laughs> <off. laughs>
2: But I, I guarantee, though, they probably make them fart. I bet because I bet you there's a lot of gas that needs to be released.
0: I don't know if it works like that. <laughs> you just push on the corpse's stomach and it farts. It's not a fucking dog toy.
2: <laughs> You'd be surprised. Cadaver could be a dog toy. Plus, it's full of embalming juice. Right? That shit's gonna get everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. You know. You never know. Um, so, yeah, as I said before, we did get a sick and wrong thought experiment. Um, um, let, let me play the, uh, the. Well, maybe we should. Yeah, may, you know what? Maybe we should listen to the call and then do the thought experiment music? Or do you think I should do it now, the, the theme song? What you're do you the think boss?
0: I would vote for a song up front. Okay. If well, you're asking
2: for my input. You know what? I, I value your input. Let's, let's roll the sick and wrong. Thought experiment theme music. Second row, thought experiment. So, uh did you did you guess where that uh, that came from?
0: Hmm. I'm thinking 80s
2: action show. Very, it's the, very popular it's the fall 80s guy? action show. Nope, not quite. I don't know. Maybe, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll see. I think the caller knows. Oh, okay.
3: Hey, what's up, guys? Um, that was a pretty weak-ass thought experiment that uh, went on last week. So I have another one that's simple. It uh, should be pretty easy to get through. And um, I really want to hear the sweet-ass intro. I believe that was from the hit TV series Airwolf if I'm not mistaken.
2: Oh, right. It- you are definitely not mistaken. That was the, the theme song to Airwolf. And if you listen closely, you can hear the helicopter blades before <laughs> the music starts. That was, uh, that, was, that was good. It's funny because did, did you ever, like, I guess, I mean, how old was Ernest Borgnine when that show was on? <laughs> I,
0: I have no idea. I mean, he, he's dead now, right? He was probably 55 to
2: 60. Yeah, he was like a sixty year old action hero. But I would just that would be you know, in my custom fight video I'd want Borgnine. I'd maybe I'd want like an airwolf scenario now that I'm thinking about it. Hmm. That might be Are the a, women Borgnine or is Borgnine the homeless guy who's getting beat up? Oh, no, I wouldn't want Borgnine to get I'd want the women to be dressed up as Borgnine. And maybe to have the homeless guy be the other dude. Remember that guy? That guy wasn't drunk too, wasn't he homeless?
0: Jan Michael Vincent, yeah,
2: yeah, Yan. Jan. Jan? I don't know well, how you say his name. We digress. Let's get here's the thought experiment that this guy came up with.
3: Anyway, the uh, thought experiment that I had was: Would you rather eat all the trash that you produced in a year, or eat all the semen that you've ever ejaculated out over your lifetime <laughs> as of today? Uh, let me know a what lifetime? you guys have come up with. I'm looking forward to hear what your answer is.
2: Ooh. How long do I have to ingest the semen? <laughs> <laughs> well, he said over a lifetime. That's a lot of semen.
0: Yeah, well, it's not an infinite amount. But could it's a lot. I mean, so what I'm saying is could I mix tiny bits into f- other
2: foods that I was eating and just slowly chip away at it? Oh, so you're saying is it, do you have, because, or you're saying do you have like a set timeline? Like, do you have to do it within a month? Yeah, or a day. <laughs> <laughs> or like an hour. <laughs> um, that's a good question. I don't know. Let's let's assume let's assume that uh yeah, like you have to in a month consume all the garbage or the trash you've accumulated in a year or all the semen that you've accumulated over a lifetime. Right. So it's a lot of I mean, think about it though, how many loads do you think that would be? That would be like a garbage bag full, it'd probably be a big gulp full of semen. A big gulp? Then no, maybe your bigger entire than
0: that. life, like a five-gallon bucket.
2: A five-gallon bucket of semen versus <laughs> all the trash. And and if you think about trash, you're gonna die too. if you eat the trash because you're gonna have to eat like styrofoam and
0: shit. Yeah, it's like, I mean, like and, what and if boxes. I threw out some I threw out some
2: ant poison? Do I have to eat that? Do you think it's trash that 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 is food that you've thrown away? Well, that makes the big difference. Hmm. Well, let's assume that you're not gonna die. Like
0: I threw like I threw out a television when I
2: moved. Do I have to eat a television? No, it'd have to be something that be a consumable. (laughs) Oh, then I'm definitely eating the garbage. (laughs) (laughs) But the but the food. I mean, I guess the I guess you probably would. is Is the semen
0: magically transported? Like into the bucket as if it's fresh, or is it like old semen that's like you know that I that I ejaculated when I was eighteen that's been
2: fermenting since like since eighteen years ago, right? I think. And then then
0: if you're gonna talk about garbage, is the same thing. Is it like that orange that I threw out like three hundred and sixty-four
2: days ago that I now have to eat? I think that's what it would be. It'd just be the garbage that had been just sitting there versus the semen that was. That had just been, you know, from your lifetime. Let's say when you started jacking off, at the Is it, age has of it like, been refrigerated? So, well, let's just say when you started jacking off at the age of like whoever's Probably keeping 16, my semen. are they taking
0: care of it in a sterile environment? <laughs> Is it like in a sealed, Tupperware of a container?
2: You know, Where does all this come that they're that they're <laughs> hoarding? There are many variables. There are very <laughs> there are many variables to this, and I don't think he covered all the bases. But let's just say. Ever since you started jacking off at probably what? Like the age of 17, 18? And uh, <laughs> you started jacking off into this bucket. You're kidding, and- <laughs> right? <laughs> <laughs> okay, the age of eight. Um, yeah. there, it was sealed, like hermetically sealed. So it would open up for another load, sealed. So it was fresh. Uh-huh. It's okay. been fresh and refrigerated. So you have fresh semen. I probably start
0: fucking the hole in the bucket at some point when I
2: was like 12. <laughs> <laughs> so if you think about it, that would be... Uh, most kids start drinking off like what, around 11 or 12? So, 12 sure. to 36, that would be what, 24 years of uh, semen buildup, semen just accumulation? So, you have a 24 year buildup of semen accumulation or one year buildup of garbage, which, if you mm-hmm. think about it, is probably a lot more to ingest. Yeah. And yeah. then the se- you have a month to do it. So, the garbage, you just got to sit there and go through like bags of garbage to eat. Whereas the semen, as you said before, you just mix it into your pasta
0: right yeah i'm gonna have to go with semen i mean to be honest with you
2: but then again think about uh who was it was it david bowie or one of the kids from new kids on the block or uh-huh. the backstreet boy that had to have their stomach pumped because too much semen <laughs> that story's
0: not true <laughs> you know if that poison it's just cum. i don't know if I you mean, think just... how much your brother's eaten yeah that's true he's he's, true. he's the picture of health <laughs>
2: You know, I think I'd have to go for the semen, too. If anything,
0: too. with your brother, it's
2: too nutritious. I think uh, I just think it'd be difficult to consume that much garbage in a month. We, we need to know the timeline here. If you had, like, a whole year to do it, then maybe I would go for the garbage. Because you could just eat it, and you wouldn't have to worry about it. But if you had to set, like, a, a month, I think it would be difficult. Yeah. I don't know.
0: Everything's you- about how fast you have to eat it. You know, yeah. if you could just put, like, a little tiny teaspoonful in each meal... Then I'm going to go with the garbage just because then I don't have to think about myself eating all the semen.
2: Exactly. And if you had a long time to do it. I mean, it would But be if you have
0: to like sit down and you're locked in a
2: room till it's all gone. It would probably semen be faster just to do the bucket of semen. Yeah. But, but just so much more disgusting. I don't know. Well, people, you can send us uh, an email. maybe, maybe Or give us a call and uh, give us your answer to that thought experiment. You can call us or send your thought experience to Sick and Wrong Hotline at 206-666-3846. Well, Wacker, we don't really have time for emails. We've got to get the hell out of here. Um, if you haven't already, people, uh, there's a lot of action going on right now on the Sick and Wrong Forum. Um, I haven't been there for a little bit, but uh, just go to com or go to com and click on the forum. Uh, Wacker, last time I was there, I noticed that there's a, a jokes page. It's a page yeah. for... Uh, the Sicarang uh, comic, like, uh, you know, comics that go there and they, they, they give their, their, their A-list material. I'm speaking Everybody's of... Everybody's a comedian. Speaking of uh, Duramater, who's videotaping herself telling jokes. I would say her jokes would probably be more, like, better received if she showed some titty. Yeah, probably. And I mean, I'm not just saying internet. that for her. I'm saying that for all female comedians except for Lisa Lampanelli. I'm saying all female comedians, if you showed some titty, your jokes would be better received than if you didn't, except for Lisa Lampanelli. She should never, ever show any parts of her body. It's disgusting.
0: If I told you that I had a picture of Lisa Lampanelli topless, you wouldn't look at it? I would look at it, but then look away quickly. (laughs) You'd still be interested to look at it, though. That's that's my point. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Here's a thought experiment. (laughs) Wait. If you don't have anything to jerk off to, and you haven't for a long time, so you can't just sort of remember something, it's been like five years since you've seen a naked woman, and the only thing you have around is a naked picture of Lisa Lampanelli, do you use it to beat off or not?
2: I would rather draw from memory what I remembered a woman to look like. And I can't even draw very well, so let's, it'd be like a yeah, stick figure say, with but titties. let's say you had
0: amnesia. <laughs> you, you got a car wreck. You have amnesia,
2: and the only thing that's left to you is your one picture of naked Lisa Lampanelli. Well, then I might, you know, forget what a hot chick looks looks like. Like, not even know what a hot chick looks like. It's kind of my point, yeah. So then I'd be like, well, yeah, I mean, whatever. Maybe this is what I'm attracted to. A big 600-pound <laughs> beast, like warthog-looking <laughs> human. Um, yeah, maybe. I don't know. So, people, you can uh, go to com and check out the jokes page. Uh, thanks for subscribing to the show on iTunes. That actually does really help us out. Um, we're, we're very close right now to 1,000 ratings. I want to be at over 1,000 ratings by Halloween. Um, by I don't Halloween. know what will happen if we're not. but That's uh, <laughs> <laughs> never going to happen. <laughs> we have <laughs> anyway. like one new one a week. <laughs> but, I, but we get, we get a, quite a few of them, so we appreciate it. Just go to, go to iTunes, do a search for Sick and Rom, subscribe to the show, give us a rating. Also, um, buy yourself a tea. The new Sick and Wrong Quado tee at the Sick and Wrong store. Wackley, have you been wearing your Sick and Wrong quad tee around? Yeah, I believe I have. Once on, in a while. On dates with uh, prospective um, female partners?
0: I've worn it on every date that I've gone on in the past month.
2: <laughs> so that's that means you're probably Zero. getting laid a lot. <laughs> Zero <laughs> dates. Zero <laughs> dates.
0: Yeah. No, I don't wear it on dates. I don't, <laughs> I don't, I don't wear a t-shirt to dates. What, what kind of
2: cad do you think i am well i mean i i just think it's i just i think it depends i think it's like okay maybe not the first date maybe you wear your your nice button down whatever i wear right. a
0: bow tie and suspenders <laughs> yeah maybe with a bow tie on.
2: suspenders first date but the second date when you're casual Because <laughs> if you want to meet their parents you got to present a you know look
0: presentable and respectable
2: but then maybe when it's casual you get to know her maybe after sex you should walk around her house wearing the sick and wrong shirt no bottoms or shirt cocking the sick and wrong quatto t-shirt That I I will definitely do. Yeah, make sure you do that. And people, you can do that too. Just go to podcast.com, click on store, buy yourself a Sick and Wrong Quad then go have sex with your girlfriend, and then walk around her house wearing it with no pants on. Sure. Um, Finally, the Sick and Wrong Song of the Week uh, was sent in from uh, Sky. Sky. It's a nice name. Sky says, maybe this is a good Sick and Wrong Song of the Week, though you really should check out the video for it. And it's a song called "I Can't Believe It's Not Booty" by a rapper named Captain Ahab. So, there's been a lot of pirate theme music on the show lately.
0: Is this about him having gay sex with men? <laughs> I mean, what's what's that title even mean? I
2: don't know. Can't I believe, mean,
0: what, if it's not booty, then what is it?
2: Well, maybe maybe he was maybe he's thinking pirates and pirate parlance. Booty is treasure, buried treasure. Oh. So maybe oh. he's like I, I thought.
0: I thought it was like he went to prison and he's having his first man on man love session and he's like you know he can't tell the difference
2: you know Wacky, i like how when you think of pirates it's the first thing you think of there are other pirates other than butt pirates out there there are somali yeah, pirates but even
0: even real pirates engage in a lot of buggery at sea naval buggery i mean
2: are you saying like well, the somali pirates are just on there having butt sex like it's just a full on buggering session on the on the high seas over there yeah <laughs> what did you think was happening? I thought they were like uh, you know robbing people with their guns, and they do that too. You know, smoking marijuana. I don't. I don't know what they, they do. All, out they there. do all
0: that stuff. <laughs> well,
2: maybe. I, I, yeah, I don't know. Maybe you should listen to the song, and then you can you can maybe try to piece together why he's so surprised that that, that booty before him is not what pirates okay. term booty. Okay, so, I'll
0: report back next week.
2: We're gonna end the show with uh, I can't believe it's not booty, Captain Ahab. Thanks, guy, for saying that. And people will be back next week with uh, episode 299. We're coming dangerously close to that 300 milestone. You notice that? <laughs> what's gonna happen? Yes, I noticed. I don't know what's Nobody gonna happen. Knows.
0: It's a mystery. It's like when that you know that satellite was gonna crash on, on the United States. Yeah, when Nobody we're just waiting for happen. that
2: debris to hit, or like the cliffhangers at the end of uh, Breaking Bad. You never know. Stay tuned next week. You'll see. I don't know, one episode away. It's going to be a big announcement, people. Yep. Till then, take it, Sleazy. Why? I I fuck
1: them bitches, and I I fuck them hoes, and I I fuck them in the mouth, and I I fuck them in the nose, and I I fuck your mama, and I, I fuck your dad.
2: And the weirdest thing about the guy, and this is the the part that blows my mind, is his family and his, like, his daughter's cool with it, his ex-wives, like, he was married twice, they were totally, like, he's like, I'm very open about my sexuality. And I was like, God, you're the most understanding family of anyone I've ever met. Because I would, could you, if your dad said he was fucking your dog, would you be cool with that? No. (laughs) There's no way. I would be like, you know what? My family's freaks. I can't believe I came from that man's cock. I'm done. And then I'd be worried about myself. I don't know. Wouldn't you be worried about the
0: dog? Wouldn't you try and like rescue the dog from that situation?
2: No, because the dog's <laughs> a faggot.
0: <laughs> you turned him into a faggot by farting in his face. <laughs> you gave him the taste of man-ass. It's like if you, like when you have a dog in it it's like if it's tasted human flesh, it needs to be put down.
2: Yeah, it's like he's tasted man dick. <laughs> but what would be worse? Okay, what would be worse? If your dad came and told you that he's fucking the family dog or being fucked by the family dog?
0: You know, honestly, I think it's weirder that he was fucking the family dog than being fucked I'd feel bad by the dog. Where if the dog's fucking him, I'm just like, that's gross. But at least the dog's not suffering. <laughs>
2: What would take you longer to like mend your relationship with him, or do you think you ever could?
0: No, I don't, I don't forgive that kind of stuff.
2: <laughs> like, I think the worst scenario would be like, let's say you're at his house and get on his computer, check your email, and this video comes up of him getting fucked by the family dog, and that's how you find out. Would you bring yeah. it up with him?
0: Hmm.
2: I don't know. Or would you just be like, you know what? I don't live at home.
0: I would probably just cut off communication and just...
2: Would you tell your mom? No. (laughs) Your brother? No. I wouldn't (laughs) tell anybody. I don't know what I would do. I think I would tell my sister just to freak her out. (laughs) I'd be like, so dad's not only gay, he's also into bestiality. Because I saw this video. Let me send you the link. (laughs) Check it out. He's really getting rogered. The sweet one. So sweet.